Welcome to Strap On Your Boots. I'm your host, Jason Sherman. In today's episode, I have strategy entrepreneur and author Alex Bruckman with me today. Thanks for coming, man. Thanks for having me, Jason. Excited to be on the show. Awesome, man. And today we're going to talk about how to build a business strategy in three simple steps. And I do like my numbers. If you look at my episodes, you'll notice that I do like when it's a top three, top four, top five. So let's jump into uh, not only the business strategy, but I want to hear first what happened to you during the pandemic. I know you mentioned to me something about your child was born in January of 2020. You moved from Germany to Canada. Tell me all about like what the experience was like having a child during the pandemic, having to move from one country to another during the pandemic, starting a business during the pandemic. I want to hear about all this. Tell me. Um, and then you add burying my father right when the pandemic hit and Jesus, building man. a motorcycle from scratch when the pandemic hit. So, um, Sorry I, about your dad, man. Uh, thank you. I, I buried myself in work not to deal with the emotional fallout of all that, I have to admit. That's also the reason why I probably started this motorcycle project just to get my mind um, onto something completely different. Um, what, kind yeah, of motor- the- what kind of motorcycle did you build? Um, I, I bought a, a 2020 Harley Davidson slim and ripped it entirely apart and rebuilt it from scratch. So the bike doesn't look anything like a slim anymore. Um, <laughs> actually, um, I designed it and let Harley Davidson in Vancouver build it. And they said they never built a bike like that before. Um, whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> it was unique. It was unique. It was unique. It is. Um, and I really like the bike as it is right now. It, um, and it's kind of my, my little escape, um, when things get too much in a sense. So, but like, I mean, everyone who who has has small kids or raised kids during the pandemic probably knows what that feels like. Um, Having the kids around you 24 seven for me personally, having my son around me 24 seven was probably the biggest present I've ever gotten because when you do the work that I do, you typically travel a lot internationally and that means you spend most of your living day in airport lounges or waiting somewhere for something or someone. So that all disappeared with the pandemic. And I could focus entirely on, on my family, which was amazing because you never get that time back. So I really saw him grow up literally, um, not only on the weekends, um, but really day to day and on those small steps that um, bring joy to your own life, even if you just left your entire family in Germany and moved with your own small family to Vancouver um, and um, grieving your father and all these things, they were very heavy. But on the other hand, they also gave me a clearer sense of who I am as a person and what what the amount of stress and anxiety is that I can actually cope with without going mad. It sounds like and you were... I, and, I, and I pulled in help. Let's, yeah. let's be frank. Yeah, it I, sounds I, like I, a... It sounds like this whole experience was almost like a good omen. It was a beneficial, you had a fresh perspective, you had family time, you were able to take a step back and take like a macro view at your life and really find yourself. And I've heard that a lot from people during the pandemic that they were able to finally hit pause from from the hamster wheel, hit pause from social activities, hit pause from the pressure of society and just be, 
you know, just, just kind of be present in the moment. So it sounds like you were one of those people. And, uh, I want, I want to get into at least the first of the simple steps to building a business strategy. Maybe you learned some new things during this whole process of the past couple of years. But what's the, what, what would you say is the first simple step an entrepreneur listening or watching this can take to build a business strategy? And, and this clearly links back to that time in the pandemic that we just talked about. Um, the reason why I was able to hit pause, because I asked myself one simple question, why do I do the things that I do? Are they really important to me? Um, or is that some legacy that I carry around um, that I really don't need or don't want? And I cut ties. I cut ties with people. I cut ties with uh, businesses. I cut ties with um, not in a bad way. I just define for myself that this is not where I want to go into the future. I want to be into the future in the future. So this whole piece of intentionally asking yourself, what is it that I want to create, and how does that reflect me as a person? That's the first step you take as an entrepreneur when okay. you want to create a business consciously, intentionally, and that that brings some some difficult questions along the way because. It might, the questions that you, the, the answers that you give yourself based on that question, what is it that I want to intentionally build? That might not be exactly what you thought you want to build. Because when you do this digging and this deep soul search and ask yourself, how do I want my business to reflect who I am as a person? Then all of a sudden, it's not necessarily about the last 20 years in a certain industry where you gathered your experience, but maybe it's taking that experience combining it with who you are as a person and build something that is really, really needed in the and world. That, and so, that's a good point too, because the past 20 years when you're building up your experience in any industry, the internet and technology, social media and whatever has completely, you know, transformed the way yeah. people consume, uh, you know, perform things, uh, hire people. I mean, yeah. everything, everything's just different. So like you might be an expert in like mechanical engineering, but you might have no social skills. So how do you kind of put the two together? So that's a great point is being able to pivot from your skills and expertise into a tangible use case for today's kind of society. So let's jump into uh, simple step number two. I'm getting interested now. I like this. So once you've asked yourself that question, what is what does the business look like? And we're still at step one, by the way. Then you really write it down. You write down that, I call it a vision. And I'm not talking about those fancy marketing vision statement claims that you see on websites. I'm, I'm talking about a piece of paper and six, seven, eight sentences that describe the type of business that you want to create. If you could time travel, Jason, two to three years, Don't what start. would it be that you see? Don't tell me that because there's a lot of things I would do, man. Yeah, see, but you can only, you can only time travel to that moment in time. No, not everywhere. Three, so, three, three years ago. Okay, all right. If that's, if, if it's, maybe it's only two years or maybe it's, it's even five years, but you need to write that down as if you were already there because that's what defines then in the end the actions that you take. So once you have clarity on what it is that you want to build, step two comes into play and you, you need to ask yourself if that's what I want to build, why haven't I done this before? So mm -hmm. what's holding me back? What are the, what are the barriers? And they are internal and external barriers that you need to identify and move them out of the way. And you do that by you actually not working on the barriers because that's a negative focus. You're focusing on something positive and ask yourself, in order to build that, what is it 
that I need to do? What are the three to five key priorities where I focus all my attention, my resources on, and anything else, everything else is just not being done anymore because it's not helping me build this dream. So this, that's step this, number two, this and, clarity and let's, of uh, what do I want to build. Let's dig into that because this is, you just unpacked, I mean, in, in that short amount of time, you unpacked actually a lot. And one of the things I always tell people is to focus on what they can control. Whatever you cannot control, stop worrying about it, stop working on it, just leave it alone because it's going to drive you mad. Now, you mentioned how do you get through these barriers? So like, let's talk about those barriers, right? The first one is always going to be, I don't have the money to build this thing, right? Everybody always says that. I don't have the money to build this prototype. I don't have the money to build this app. I don't I don't know how to build a website. I don't know how to do this, that, and the other thing. Okay, so what do you do? You find people, right, that that are going to want to join your team. Now, you do have to do some work first, right? So tell me, you know, tell the people that are watching or listening, what are some of the things somebody can do to mitigate the risk of, you know, when someone comes to you and says, well, you haven't done anything. So what can you do that is that doesn't require a high skill set? What are some of those things that you can do? Maybe like two things. Give you an example um, in my own my own business. When I started to to shift from um, consulting with large global corporations and focusing more on small enterprises, helping them <clears throat> excuse me, helping them use what I've learned in 15, 20 years in the strategy space and apply it to their reality, making it really simple so that you don't need a huge team and a huge business background, but really taking the essence out of strategy, out of business strategy and put it into practice. I realized two things. First of all, some time ago, I started marketing. Marketing has been something completely different 15 years ago than it is today. So I realized mm, while marketing theoretically would be one of my strengths, it's not my strength anymore. So I need to bring people on board that support me with that. But very specifically in very specific areas, I don't hire a marketing manager and say, do everything. That's not what it is. It's about conscious choice what you focus your time on. So, and in my in my uh, business, it was clearly, this is what the business should look like. This is what I need to focus on. In those focus areas, in those priorities, there are things that I can do myself and other things I need people to, to partner with. Right. And I don't need to hire these people and I don't need to give them 50,000 bucks a year. Right. I need to be clear on what they bring and how it plugs into what I want to achieve. And I give you a very specific example. The market out there is full of crazy marketing courses. They are all great. They give you the, the latest insight on how to use a certain social media platform, or they show you a certain element of something. There's, there's um, too many of them, sell. man. There are so many of them. There's and too many of them. Have, they all have their, their space. But the thing is, those courses, those courses are not strategy. Those courses are giving you specific skills to perform certain tactics. And if you believe that those courses just solve your entire problem, that's just money down the drain. They don't help you sell. They don't help you whatever. You need to first understand how they tie in, how, to, how they plug into what you want to create. So let's assume you want to write a book to elevate your um, credibility, your authority, to get some social proof. There's no one who writes the book for you. You need to put in the work and write the book. And then anything around marketing the book and um, using the book in order to create a platform and all these things that comes later. 
So right. there is no sense of investing into a huge website, into huge marketing efforts before you've even written the book. So yeah, you, you need to, to you need to validate your product. Step two and step three. You need to validate your service. You need to validate your target yes. market. You need to validate that people want what you're selling, and you need to get feedback from people to make sure what you're selling they want. And if not, then you're wasting your time and your money. Before we run out of time, I want to jump into step number three, so we can uh, give people this uh, final tidbit of information. What is step number three? Step number three is um, executing on these priorities, um, having a clear action plan on each. Let's say you realized in your business. Surprise, surprise, one of the priorities would be sales. So, of course, um, no client, no sell, no sale, no business. It's as simple as that. <laughs> so there common is sense. always in every strategy that I've ever created with my clients, there's always a bucket that's called sales. So you need to understand, do I have the skill set to sell? So maybe I, I need to learn certain things. Maybe you've never worked in a sales position before. Um, so th there is things that you need to learn. So put in the work and learn those things. But then there is also the process of, of creating a sales funnel, of turning prospects into leads, of turning a lead into a client. Um, and all these things you just need to understand, to, to flesh out and to put into practice. And the, you, Jason, you mentioned in the beginning, um, technology has, has done us huge favors in, in the past years. There is so much that is possible now without breaking the bank. You just need to get those systems in place. And um, when I say systems, I mean like literally systems, IT systems right. that don't cost a lot of money, but make your life so much easier and, and help you. And if you start your own business, your first business, chances are you have nothing like that in place. So before you even get into the grind, ask yourself, how can I make my life as easy as possible? Because the energy that you have as an entrepreneur, you better invest them into those things that are content driven because you bring something, some unique content to the world that the world needs to see. So don't waste your time on creating systems, bring people on board that help you put them into place so that you can spend most of your time on creating the content within these strategic pillars, in these priorities. Absolutely, I love it, Alex. That was fantastic, man. And uh, where can people learn more about what you do as a, as, a, as a company or as a business? And you have a website or any kind of resources available? The whole process that I just explained, um, I don't hold anything back. It's all for free out there on my website. You can nice. go to alexthestrategist.com, um, right there on the landing page, um, hit the first red button that you see, and um, it will guide you to my free intentional strategy toolkit that lays out the entire process and that helps you create that intentional business strategy. Perfect. Thank you, Alex. That was amazing. And everyone, check out alexastrategist.com for the free information. And as always, we will see everyone in next week's episode. Hope you enjoyed the episode. If you learned something today, please support this podcast by subscribing to it, sharing it with your friends, and leaving a five-star review. You can learn more about me at jasonsherman.org where you'll find information about my book, also called Strap on Your Boots, available on Amazon, as well as my course called Startup Essentials on Udemy or Skillshare. I'll see you at next week's episode.